0: Good evening. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Leap Spirits. What do you get when you combine Leroy Butler's Leap Vodka with Robin Yount's Robin-Aid Old School Lemonade? Officially, it's called Leap and Lemonade, but unofficially, it's called the Best Tasting Canned Cocktail Made Just for Wisconsin.
1: Wags, listen, Leap and Lemonade's refreshing classic that brings together products from two Wisconsin sports legends that taste delicious because made with real award-winning vodka and real juice folks it has 6.7 percent alcohol by volume is sold in six pack 12 ounce cans it's a perfect can cocktail for tailgating and get togethers with friends and families
0: leap and lemonade two hall of famers one great drink Leap Vodka is the official vodka of the Milwaukee Air and Water Show and Wisconsin's Vodka of the Year. To find Leap Vodka and Leap and Lemonade in retail store or restaurant near you, visit leapspirits.com and click on Find Leap Vodka, see show notes for further details. All right. Thanks and enjoy the
1: show. Every year I know
0: we're gonna go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Star All my teams heads go pack go. Ain't show sure with no mercy cut no slack, no. I ain't a
1: bad sport, and I'll even wish you good luck.
0: Only thing I will say.
1: Hey, welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. Um, you're used to wags and I, but tonight we have an incredibly special guest, Green Bay Packers offensive lineman, Cole Schneider. Cole, welcome to Lombardi's Legends podcast. How you doing, man?
2: I'm doing fantastic. I'm glad to be on here. You know, it's, it's a tremendous honor and I appreciate it and appreciate all the things you guys do for the community and for Green Bay Packers.
1: Man, we are so hyped to have you on. Um, listen, man, first question we always have to ask first time guests, um, Cole, well, how does it feel to be a Green
2: Bay Packer? Um, I, I feel like there's no words to explain it Um, from my perspective. I feel like, you know, it's a tremendous honor just to even be recognized by the staff and by um, all the coaches and being a guy that they want to have on the team. Um, they feel I have a good fit, and I feel like I would have a great fit, too, with the organization. Um, but again, it's just I could have been, ended up anywhere, you know, and I would have been happy, but this place right here is something different, a real different, amazing. The atmosphere, the people in the community, it's the best possible situation to be in.
0: Yeah. So tell us, how, how did that go down? Where, first of all, were you expecting to get drafted or did you have an indication all along that you might be going the undrafted free agency route? And then how did it all go down that um, you ended up deciding to sign with Green Bay?
2: Yeah. So I didn't really kind of put any, um, you know, have any sense of like where I'm going to be going, you know, if I'm going to get drafted undrafted, it kind of, you know, just kind of kept my head down and I knew it was either way I went, I was going to have the same mentality and the same attitude when I got to wherever I ended up at. And I kind of had a feeling it was going to be, you know, undersized and you know, I had some stuff against me and maybe you might go the undrafted route. But for me, it was getting to training camp, proving myself there, whether drafted or undrafted. And that was kind of my mindset training and, you know, my outlook on, everything that's going on every time I'm in meetings or I step on the field, it's make it a training camp, kick butt, do what I have to do. Um, and just be myself really. I can't, I can't lose track of who I am because I feel like who I am is someone who's going to get to where they want to be at. And, um, yeah, it was, it was nice. So I was back home, um, with my family, you know, just kind of hang out with them, being able to be with them a little bit was amazing. And especially in that moment was, um, it was, it was very captivating just you know always dreaming about being there you know seeing your name or hearing your name but you know just being around my family and you know finally getting to where i want to be where i've been dreaming about going to is being in the nfl and you know obviously i just got here so i'm not really kind of savoring it too much but um you know it was an amazing feeling definitely especially seeing my folks there and you know see how proud they were of me so it's a great spot to be in
1: Man, that's so cool. Um, what's your first impression of Green Bay? I know that you were up there for some of the uh, OTAs and mini camps. Um, what's your read on the city? Uh, what's your take on the culture of the Green Bay Packers? You know, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, no yeah. pun intended.
2: <laughs> yeah, there is. Um, it kind of reminded me. Uh, my, my parents are both from uh, small small towns in Michigan. And it kind of brought me back to that up north, you know, small, small city, you know, that small city feeling. And That's something that I, I love dearly because um, I, I've been at UCF for five years. So that's big city, a lot of people, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of noise, um, which was I had the best five years of my life. But I'm looking forward to having some great years in Green Bay. You know, um, I love it. The, the Like I said, the community outstanding everywhere i went i was always gonna uber somewhere or you know wherever i went it was just all smiles just you know everyone just so courteous so nice um but just die hard fans for the for the packs too and it's it's a great feel just feeling the whole community behind the green bay packers and you know the support and everything like that so far that i've been there has just been amazing
0: so cole uh going with that a little bit before we get into the more football talk, what's been the most Wisconsin experience you've had so far? Has it been pretty much all football in the time you've been up there? I mean, is there a, you know, a a meal you had that was like, Oh, this is very Wisconsin or any, anything you've experienced um, in your time up in green Bay so far that um, made you realize that uh, you're in kind of a a little bit of a different world up there in green Bay.
2: Yeah, I think it would be, um, you know, just going out to eat, you know, this, the menus with the cheese curds, you know, just all the the breweries and everything. It's just like a very, like, it just feels like a very football atmosphere. Like it's just all the things that coincide with football. And, you know, I I think that's probably one of the biggest things because I haven't really been there uh, for a long time, but um, I would just definitely say the layout of the area and um, the people are, you hear a little bit of the accents, you know, when you get up there, (laughs) you being from Florida, it's just new to me, but, I would say i would definitely say the accents, uh, cheese curds, and the the breweries, for sure.
1: Cole, Do, do you have a winter jacket? Uh, are you prepared for the elements, man?
2: No, that's actually uh, I've been uh, trying to, you know, spark up some uh, conversations with um, some 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 of my northern friends. Uh, I got a guy on the staff at UCF who uh, is from, I think he's from Green Bay or he's from Wisconsin, but you know every conversation i start when it talks about football is like are you ready for the 100 i'm like No yeah, know what what to wear like i was asking people should you wear a coat over your like how does that work how does the layer work? Because here it's one layer and you're good so that's definitely some stuff i'm trying to pick up some tips here and there if you got any for me you know when it comes to like scraping off the windshield <laughs> it's whatever it is you know
0: yeah, for sure. And um, it doesn't get that cold for a while, but uh, yeah. at the same time, uh, as an offensive lineman tried and true, I'm sure you've seen plenty of Packer games on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no sleeves allowed, uh, no matter how cold it is. So, uh, the you know, that's it's even if even if you've not experienced it, it's, you know, it's coming at some point, I'm sure. But um, what's, you said you grew up in Michigan. So that's, that's interesting. Cause I, I saw in your bio, that it lists your hometown as Daytona beach. Yeah. Um, were you in Michigan long enough to, you know, um, play sports or go to school there or were you, did you move down, you, you and your family moved down to Florida pretty early on?
2: My family, my folks are from there, but they moved down to Florida before they had us kids. So oh, we're, my born and raised but they're up in michigan so I was, I was always visiting um every year so i got a little taste of it. i think i was only there for one winter so um gotcha mm-hmm.
0: so what's the coldest game you've ever played in then in, in a game of football
2: um i would say probably maybe in the 30s maybe yeah. that's that's the coldest i've got so i'm excited that's
1: that's, that, that's a balmy yeah. october <laughs> yeah, at Lambeau
2: Field, cool. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, well, you know, I'm ready for it. You know, I'm ready for the. I'm ready for the cold. You know, I was in one of the hottest places. Did, did you?
0: So, listen, yeah, kind of transitioning back to the field. Then, um, you know, Dane mentioned some of the orientation, OTAs, mini camp. I mean, they put you guys right to work. Um, so, how did everything go for you in in that experience? And um, how did you feel coming out of it?
2: Uh, going into it, I would say with mini camp and stuff, just kind of like jotting down, you know, just the basics when you're only there for three days. Um, it was a lot at once, but um, I try to, you know, try to take initiative, of, you know, take an extra step, take an extra look at the playbook. You know, just try to dive in a little bit deeper because, you know, there's a lot more. I play a lot more comfortable when I know what I'm doing because I know what I'm capable of. Um, so when we head to a, uh, OTAs, that was one of my main concerns was, um, you know, snap counts, you know plays the schemes, how are they supposed to look? Why are we running these schemes? Why are we running a certain way or why are we passing a certain way? So you kind of learn um just a little bit deeper than just the basics. But first you just gotta get the basics down. So that's what I try to do initially was get the basics down so I could get to, you know, why we're doing specific things. And I feel like just the playbook itself was more of a main concern for me. Um so because it would make everything on the field a lot easier. But you know, learning new techniques, being on a new team, being on a whole new level. Um, so far, I think it was, it was pretty good and definitely a lot of stuff to work on. But um, it was a great experience. You know, Buckus, outstanding coach, great guy. Um, the whole staff are just a whole bunch of smiles, great guys, you know, really put uh, chip on the shoulder type of guys, same mentality, you know. So I think it was a great time for me, a uh, great learning experience um, and just excited for uh, what's ahead.
1: So I I noticed you're listed as a center on the on the official Packers website. uh, For what it's worth, you played an awful lot of guard in college. You played an awful lot of football, by the way, man. In college, what you played forty nine games. Is that what I read Um, in college? Something like that. I'm like that. Yeah yeah a ton of ball games so um are they projecting you to primarily be a center are they having you work at the guard spots it was really limited with the media right over OTA so we were only getting bits and pieces from some of the Packer beat writers but you know where are they having you line up and where are you most comfortable along the offensive line
2: I mean I feel um because I played a lot of center even though I didn't play a lot of games at center in college um but from day one i was snapping so every single practice i've been a part of um always snapping so it's been you know not not simply I, I i had a lot of experience in games but i feel like i've built up so much experience in you know scrimmages and you know spring games and fall camp practice every practice i'm always had a ball in my hand so i feel like that helped me with the transition here so you know just immediately start snapping and um playing that role but um, I'm not really too sure what they ex- have a, you know, primarily want me at. Uh, right now, I've just been playing a lot of center. I'll, you know, switch around and go- going to guard in individual drills, but um, primarily it's been center. Um, but yeah, like I said before, I want to be versatile. I want them to know that I can, you know, be, be able to perform wherever they put me. But, um, you know, wherever they put me, that's where I'm going to try to strive to do my best. And I feel like center is a good spot to start off at, you know, learning the offense in a specific manner and being able to you know know what every single guy is doing to your left to your right um, just having a really good idea of what the offense is and how things are supposed to look and um, just know what everyone's doing at the same time so it's easier for me to transition to guard so I feel like primarily it's just the specific uh, center position for right now so but I'm excited to see what happens next and I'm ready for whatever they want me to do
0: Yeah. Is that something that was another part of the attraction to Green Bay and vice versa? Because, I mean, it seems like, you know, you see different teams and different coaching philosophies all over the place. Some some offensive line coaches might like to have guys focus on one position and just that's what they do. Um, Green Bay has very much been embracing the philosophy under Coach LaFleur's uh, system that they like versatility up front. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I think it's safe to say in just in in some of the articles we read and, and social media um, that uh, your position coach in college, Coach Han, um, that you, you two seemed like you were close, right? So um, mm-hmm. w- was that a philosophy that he really had? And, and how much did he mean to you and your development in that
2: versatility? yeah and then so with coach hand he was there for um my last spring from my last spring game till um my last season and i mean i feel like i've known him forever but even before that with uh coach Ellerby i had for three years you know it was always a thing about rotating because we run such a high pace offense you know there's we get a lot of snaps um so it was just easier for our bodies you know we would kind of switch around here and there in games you know when We're really, you know, driving the ball down the throat. We're getting off the field, you know, in like 35 seconds, 50 seconds. Um, It was was more so just a health thing and also to rotate guys in for, you know, we had seven guys who can play. So we want, you know, all all hands on deck. You want every single guy taking all the snaps and being able to perform at such a high pace and a high level. And then it didn't stop once Coach Han got there. And um, I think he kind of – we kind of grew into that of, you know, we want the best five on the field no matter, you know, who you are, what be, what your position is. So um, I feel like we just kind of – he kind of molded that to where, you know, it helped the team out the best. And I feel like all the offensive line agreed with it, and um, we had a good shot. And um, so with Coach Hand, he um, he was a great dude. He was the technician at his finest, big-time technician. That's what I had a good time with. I'm sorry, my dog. <laughs> okay my girlfriend's dog
0: you might have to just bring bring <laughs> he or she right into the uh the video i think everybody would like to, to yeah. say hello what kind of dog That's do so
1: you cute. have cool sorry to those listening on the podcast tomorrow or every other day going forward but if you want to check out the video on our youtube channel going forward you're going to see some really cute dog action right now
2: yeah this is josie's my girlfriend's dog yeah. She uh, gets a little rattled when she hears a little bit, starts barking, but she's all right. No problem. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But like uh, Coach Chan, um, you know, he's, like I said, he's a technician. You know, he's big time. He runs clinics. You know, he's as much, um, he gets involved as much as possible with the offensive line community, which is huge. You know, he's, he gets, he knows a lot of guys, you know, so he's a lot of, a lot of pull and um, helps us out. As much as possible in any in regard and he's overall great dude and great coach.
1: That's great. And we have a listener question, uh, wondering what the biggest highlight or takeaway from OTAs and mini camp have been uh, for you so far. Just got mm-hmm. submitted.
2: Yeah, I would say the biggest highlight, um I don't know, it's it's hard it's hard to pick because you know Every day was just with, especially with those guys was was awesome. It was such a great experience, you know. Whether we're in the meeting rooms or you know where, you know, just hanging out with the guys on the weekend. You know, we have our time off, just going to plays or just seeing Green Bay a little bit. Um, I think overall, OTAs in a whole was just it was a highlight for me. Just being in Green Bay was a highlight for me. It was such a great time. I had a great time. Um, got to know a lot of great people. Um, but yeah, it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint, you know. Um, it was just such a great time overall, and that, I just keep saying that, but it really was.
1: Are there any guys you've gotten uh, close with uh, already on the team, any of the other young guys or, you know, anybody that you're vibing with or just as a whole you just enjoyed your experience so far?
2: Yeah, I got to hang out with uh, me and uh, Sean Ryan, hung out. We uh, hung out on the weekend, and, you know, just kind of – because he was right across the hall from me. So um, just like that, it was a lot easier, you know, just whether we have off time in a, during the day on the weekends you know just checking out green bay meeting we're uh, clicking a little bit yeah
1: cool
0: for sure and cole i gotta say um one of the things that i hope we get a chance to see and, and maybe not i don't know if this will be part of your your uh, image in the pros or not um you've got quite a lot of different hairdos and facial hairstyles that you've <laughs> you've sported through the years yeah. so folks go out and, and check cole's social media if you want some uh, some pretty cool photos of some of the dudes he's been rocking um <laughs> so just just kind of curious is is that in the cards or was that just a college thing or what? what what are your plans as far as kind of your individual brand or uh, what makes you stand out because I mean with football players it's hard you guys are all in pads and helmets and sometimes uh-huh. sometimes you don't know who one guy is over the other but just kind of curious if that's something that you see continuing moving forward or if that's something mm-hmm. uh, if that's a thing of the past for you now
2: um maybe 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 some new or you know if it ends up coming back comes back but initially started just for fall camp. Um, I think it was it was my uh, my second year in 20. I remember some of the older guys were talking like, hey, you know, a lot of these guys, no one's doing the fall camp haircuts anymore, the fall camp shirts, you know, just where you wear the same shirt for fall camp or have some crazy cuts. Like, you know what? I want to bring some juice to fall camp. <laughs> it's cool, you know, things you get, but I just wanted to bring that juice to where like someone saw me had the energy. They could, they could just physically just look at me and like feel like that guy's He's, uh, he's on one, you know, he's, he's got a juice to him, you know, he's excited to be here, you know, I'm, I'm ready to pump the guys up, you know, just overall just have a great time, you know, because like this is, this, this is what we love to do, so just have fun with it at the same time, and it kind of escalated into, you know, me doing it because I started switching hair colors, um, I think, uh, I'm trying to think. I initially wanted to do it for, I was looking for pink for breast cancer, and then, you know, green for mental health awareness, and then I was just kind of looking for other colors that can do a know, sport in there, maybe just ask a family member, you know, I ended up doing a gender reveal too, for, uh, my. (laughs) yeah, Yeah, it was pretty, that's pretty cool. Well, it,
0: you know, I mean, it's it's one of those things where um, some of your teammates in the O line group or, or one of your coaches might get a hold of some of those photos, and it might just be a mandate as part of a rookie hazing process <laughs> that that you do whatever they tell. You. I mean, you might you might have a mohawk. You, I mean, there 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 could be lots of things going on by the time we're all said and done.
2: Yeah. And I was, I was ready for that. I know I was like, you know, already having some crazy hairstyles and I know some of the, they brought some of the pictures up on the, on the big screen for everyone. So I know some of them got mm-hmm. a, a little look at it, but you know, I was right. I used to see like all the old, like uh, the training camp cuts they would do with rookies. I'm like, bring it on, you know, like <laughs> that's, it's the same thing. It's like, I see it as like, you know, I want I want to be a, you know, being a part of the team, you know, the team all coinciding, you know, having a good time, like just bringing that, that extra you know, outside energy in to like, you know, make it that much better, make it that much more fun. Like everyone's having a great time. You're having a great time. You guys get to work, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to explain, but like, it's just one of those things, where like I'm, I'll do anything for the team, you know, and it just kind of coincides with it.
0: I love it, man. I think think you're going uh, to be a favorite already uh, already, just based on kind of your nastiness on the field. And sorry, Dane. I just had one more thought, Um, and you can take this and run with it if you want. Um, I don't need any credit, Cole, but um, I'm thinking try the handlebar stash. That would be a very (laughs) Wisconsin thing to do if you really want to stand out. um, I think uh, you'll be a, a favorite very quickly if you want to try to rock that.
2: See, I was actually thinking about doing something like that, but I'm I I don't really grow very well right here. So it's something I'm I'm working towards. I'm working towards that. I I actually tried it before. Um I think it was 20, 2020 season. I did uh I did the chops and then the handlebar. And I had like a mechanic shirt, it was my camp shirt. So it was just the full the full on, you know, rocking everything. So I mean maybe, who knows? It might be That's in the safe.
1: Cole, you don't know this, but WAGS has been known to rock a lot of different facial hair situations okay. over the yeah, years. Like- so I feel like I just came on to like a beard podcast <laughs> and I'm just the third wheel at this point. Yeah, you might. Well, have- I had all
0: the photos ready. Um, Dan could embarrass <laughs> me and and we could compare <laughs> and contrast who's had more hairstyles and facial hair patterns. But um, alas, maybe another time.
1: Yeah, maybe- <laughs> Cole, listen, um, so Wagner kind of mentioned it, but you know you' you're nasty on the field, man. I've been watching a lot of video, everything I can consume about you know what your tape on you uh, as soon as you sign with the Packers. And you're a really nice guy off the field. I can say firsthand, even not on the podcast, but just interpersonally. you're a really good dude. So where does that mean streak come from? Um, because I find some of the best football players I've ever met are just incredibly nice dudes but you get them in pads and a helmet and it's just like a switch goes off so what goes Mm. through your head on game day and how you know how do you get to that other place because you certainly don't play like the mentality that you have off the field
2: I mean I just it was funny because actually when I was a younger kid um, I grew up playing a lot of different sports because I was too big to play Pop Warner so like for me as a kid like putting on a helmet and shoulder pads was like a dream. Like that was like, it was like a fever. It, it didn't feel like you would, a, I could actually do that. So when I first started playing uh, high school ball, it, like it really changed for me and snapped. I'm like, this is the best thing I could have ever hoped for and dreamed of doing is like, you can legally like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, I'm not going to deep too, uh, dive too much into it, but it's just football is such an amazing sport. You know, it's, it's a lifestyle. And um, I feel like, it's done a lot of good for me in my life. You know, when like, you know, some people um, handle things a certain way for me, I just let everything out when it comes to football, like football is my outlet and like it's, it does, it works wonders for me. You know, um, a lot of people talk about mental health and stuff and that's football is something that just completely helps me so much. And it's just, it's an amazing sport. It's so when it's time to strap up. It's, I know like that's, that's the time to, just go all out because every time I step on the field, I want to go all out. I want to be able to relinquish every single every single thought or feeling I have and, you know, just leave it all out there because it's an emotional game, you know, you got to play with emotions.
0: Yeah, Cole, I mean, just curious because we've seen you maul in the run game. Um, You're a really good pass blocker. Um, you mentioned there's things, there's a lot of things you want to learn. Obviously, learning the playbook is – a number one but um did you get any feedback or anything that you are kind of just um looking at personally that you would like to continue to develop or prepare yourself for um heading into training camp to give you the best shot at making a run and making this 53-man roster
2: yeah um i would say um big thing was uh pass protection. Um, you know, talking with coach Buckis, there was some stuff that I needed to work on. Um, you know, just working like timing punches, you know, keep my head out of it. Cause I'm, I'm so used to just throwing my head in anything like the run game. It's, that's what I, I would do, but, um, it was definitely pass protection. And, um, I would like, I, I, I've been working on mobility a lot, like ankle flexibility, um, you know, being able to get in those tough positions and be able to be okay. And, um, you know, cause, with, with this offense, like you gotta be pretty athletic to play offensive line, like the, all the outside zone, you know, and that's where the flexibility comes into play. And, um, so pass protection, big time. And then just something that I want to take that I take away from it is a mobility aspect, um, especially to stay healthy, uh, be durable. Um, but pass protection, timing punches, keep my head out of it. Um, those are some of the bigger things I'm definitely working on.
1: So off the field, who are you when you're not playing ball? Um, you know, we're gonna get to know you as a football player. Uh, but what are you into? What do you like to do to, to you know consume some of your time?
2: Yeah, um, I was I was I knew this question was coming. It's always a hard one for me because I really don't know. Like you know, I, I kind of just go where the where the wind takes me because I'm a pretty laid back guy. You know, um, either hanging out with my girlfriend or you know hanging out with the guys. Because I mean. I'm, that's what i'm saying i'm all about football i'm all about like the all the, the atmosphere of you know being around the guys and always just having a good time and stuff like that but um i kind of i'm, I'm a bit of a movie connoisseur a little bit i like the classic, you know i like to dip in the classics um other than that you know i just kind of you know just go where the wind takes me a little bit i try to do fishing here and there i would love to get into hunting i would love to do that i've never been hunting before but um yeah, it's, that's always, like, the hardest question for me is I really don't know.
1: You are in the right place if you want yeah. to learn how to hunt. I don't think that there's going to be any shortage of folks that want to help you out up in Green Bay.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I was just going to say, um, the uh, one of your teammates was on our podcast a couple of weeks ago, defensive lineman Jack Heflin. And he, he was interested in turkey hunting. So I don't know. You guys might have to start a collective, but I'm sure that it wouldn't be too hard to find yeah. someone out there that would be happy to take you guys out and show you. the ropes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, being in Orlando, so I mean, it's definitely something I would like to get into and um, be able to enjoy doing.
1: Cole, I, I would um, kick myself if I didn't ask you this. Um, you got to play full. You scored a touchdown as a fullback. Am I right? I mean, dude, tell me about that because I mean, offensive line, fullback tight end, that's kind of my core. That's what I'm into. So I love knowing that you were in the backfield rumbling for a touchdown. How did that come about?
2: So we, um, we always had this, there was a third and shore, you know, goal line uh, package set in, um, you know, it's something they threw it, they threw uh, at me um, a year, a year prior. Um and never, never got to go in. I think I've went in one time before at a Temple game. And um, I was just a lead blocker. But when it was time to come, we, we drove the ball probably about 80 yards down the field. You know, just I, I had a feeling it was coming up because we'd always game prep for it every single week on Thursdays. Um, you know, it was one of those things where we're like, oh, can't wait to do it. Can't wait to do it. Not knowing if it was ever going to happen. but And it did. It was it was an, it was an amazing feeling just seeing all my all, all my all my guys in front of me just ready to put it on the line just for me to get it one yard into the end zone it was awesome it was definitely a great feeling and afterwards it was it was so surreal i didn't even know that it didn't feel like i did that you know it was it was great though it was a great time um you know all the guys loved it the family loved it you know it was awesome
0: yeah i mean it's something about those type of plays where the offensive line and you know everybody on that offensive line <laughs> feel like they were part of that um so it's like you better not mess it up either at the same time cuz you're not getting another shot at it like you said so um yeah it's pretty cool um so listen Cole um one last thing I mean it's it's been an interesting evolution I'm not going to talk about the name image, image and likeness but um you did end up in um creating a six with a number six ix five with number five ive brand um Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm just kind of curious if you could tell us a little bit more about how that came about and um Mm -hmm. if um if any of the fans out there have a chance to check that out where they'd find it
2: yeah so uh really it was just kind of one of those things that kind of came about i really didn't have you know i really wasn't the it wasn't my idea to do that because for me i was like i'm not really trying to do all the extra stuff because I know like I'm offensive lineman, you know. Yeah, there'll be a few sales maybe, but mostly it was like my family because, you know, they always want to rock the like, UCF gear or like if they, you know, it's a way game and I have a lot of family up in Michigan. So if they're able to catch, catch a game, they they could have something, you know, because they would come to the games. My mom would make these little, um, I think they were kind of like, it would hold your hair back a little bit and she would have Velcro on top and would put like the color of my mohawk on there. So <laughs> they could actually wear it and kind of rock it like, on mohawk the game which was pretty cool but it actually just gave them some more gear you know just to wear like stickers and stuff um for them to have you know just kind of one of those more like uh memorable things you know just to have it and um it was nice to see all of my family like posting pictures wearing um wearing the shirts and stuff like that and just showing the support so that was a great that was a great time um i'm not i don't think i'm no longer uh sung right now um i'd have to start something up again thinking about it but um then nil stuff is kind of hard for me because I'm not really, you know, big on pushing out my stuff. Like, oh, here's me, but um, definitely. Well, you're,
0: def- you're a Green Bay Packer now. That yeah. stuff sells itself. Yeah. So just throwing that out there. And you got to keep your number, uh, which how often does that happen when you go from college to the pros? Because you're, you're number 65, right? No, 64, yeah. right?
2: Four. One
0: off. <laughs> oh my! I'm shoot. I thought I saw your 65. Still, all right. Well, uh, this oh, is so, a small, so small print update. That's no big deal. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Situation <laughs> have you know the
2: Green Bay logo on there is is amazing enough, you know. But yeah, that would have been pretty cool. Just so my family would know it's the same person. But one off is not one off is not bad at all.
1: Well. Cole, I, I, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. We are incredibly excited to have you on. Um uh, you are our selection. Um, we really think you've got a real shot of making the 53 uh, on this team. You're going to be battling all camp long. But I promise you, Wags and I and all of the our listeners, I, I can promise they're going to be uh, cheering you on. Huge fans. We're going to find you at training camp and say mm-hmm. what's up. Uh, and, and that's going to be a full different experience. Unlike anything you've ever experienced, Green Bay Packer training camp is amazing. Mm-hmm. So just good luck uh and and a deep uh gratitude from both of us for taking the time to come on with us tonight
2: of course thank you guys so much for having me you know i was actually i was deep i was deep diving into some of your guys podcasts you know just kind of getting some film getting ready for some questions you know you guys have some great stuff on here i love i love the way you guys construct it the questions you ask are amazing you know it's a great time this was was a lot of fun and i can't wait hopefully there's next time and i can't wait to see you guys at training camp we're sending sure. you a T-shirt too, Cole. That. Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> well, before you go, we always like to ask everyone give us a, a good go pack go. go pack go, go pack go, go pack go. Thanks, Cole.
2: Thank you, guys. Have a good one.
0: Yep, absolutely. Me All too. right, everyone. That was Cole Schneider, Packers offensive lineman. I'm um, so happy to have him join us tonight. So, Dan, that was fun, me, man.
1: I love that yeah. guy. Like he's so yeah. hard to like not root for.
0: For sure. Uh, Before we give a a quick recap, I think we should uh, hear from our other sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Of course, it is not football season right now, uh, but the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, So right now, if you are a new customer, you get a risk-free bet of up to $1,000 using our promo code TPPN. So Dane, Any uh, sporting events that you're keeping your eye on? I think we've got the British Open coming up here starting tomorrow. Um, we've got Brewer baseball. What, what do you what are you looking at out there?
1: Wags, even with the awesome promo of up to a thousand dollars from DraftKings Sportsbook, if I start betting on golf, it's going away real quick. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Brewers, uh, but I know we've got a lot of listeners that love golf, that golf themselves, and that's ugly. talk about an awesome opportunity. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook, use promo code TP. P N Again, promo code TPPN. We love you, DraftKings Sportsbook. You've been an awesome sponsor of ours and you're always offering great things for our listeners. So folks, if you like our podcast and you like sports, why don't you sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook and take advantage of some of their awesome promotions?
0: That's right. So minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So yeah, Dane, Um, what a, what a great guy. Like you said, Cole Schneider, great guy. Um, but more than that, just that dude's a football player. And that's what Mm -hmm. popped off to us, um, off the screen when we were watching those highlights before we did our undrafted free agency breakdown. Um, because you know, you and I aren't, I don't think, uh, prone to hyperbole. Um, I I can say that for the most part. And the fact that both of us, uh unbeknownst to each other had decided he was the guy most likely that in our mind before he even stepped on the field uh, that to, to make a run at between three-man roster and certainly we don't know what's going to happen i mean uh but that said uh there's there's a reason for that so folks if i know that offensive line isn't the sexiest of positions to go and watch tape on but um there's plenty of tape out there it's just short snippets and it doesn't take much to get a taste of of what cole schneider is on the football field as a football player
1: yeah Wags. he reminds me so much of lucas patrick who just departed for chicago so just the the streak the mean streak on the field um, the body type a little bit and just the way he moves off the line of scrimmage there's a lot of There's a Lucas Patrick, and that is a high compliment coming from me because that's a guy who I really liked in green ball. Um, And and then, you know, until we started to go through the process of getting him on this podcast, you know, and then having this interview today, the mentality talk about pushing you over the edge, right? And pushing you over the top. I think that Cole has that, uh, the ability to stick in the NFL. He's not, the game's not going to be too big for him, but then adding that mentality. Um, I think the sky's the limit for this guy. I, I I'm doubling down that I think he's on the 53 we're not seeing his name on any of the projections right now but things change folks and and, and right now everybody's just kind of doing a guessing game he's going to make it hard for the coaches to try to pass him through waivers to a practice squad spot you know what I mean he's a guy who they might just go we're going to find a spot for another offensive lineman because Cole's just that guy I just think he's got that ability wags and he carries himself in a certain way like a professional
0: yeah, for sure. And I mean, you, you mentioned Lucas Patrick. Absolutely. And Lucas Patrick isn't on the team anymore. But there's clearly not only a place for a guy like that. Um, That's a value to this team and to this offensive line group. And so there might be a couple of other guys that are vying for the quote unquote Lucas Patrick role. But I think Cole Schneider's going to be right in the thick of it. Yeah. Um, And uh, he's got as good a chance as anyone to lock that down.
1: Yeah, man, that was fun. I love talking to some of these guys. But, you know, you talk to Cole and it's like, let's play football now. I want to go watch camp. I want to go watch these guys hit because I think he's going to be cracking it as soon as he has a chance to play ball.
0: Yeah, I think that sums it up well. So, folks, those of us uh, that jumped on here live with Thank us you. tonight. So, thanks so much for following along. I'm um, sorry we didn't get to everything in the chat, um, but um, although all those of you that are listening on the podcast audio feed um, tomorrow or sometime this weekend, thanks so much for listening. Appreciate you all. As always, be legendary. And, Dane, you've got Go. something to say before we sign out.
1: I'm just saying, have some Leap Vodka while you're at it. It's delicious.
0: (laughs) That's right. Um, It's summer. I think some Leap Vodka or some uh, Leap and Lemonade should be in the cooler uh, as you're doing your summer festivities these, these next few weekends. So absolutely, be legendary. And as always, go Pack Go. Go
1: Pack Go! Every year I know we gonna go
0: hard We been that team ever since Bart Starr All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't sure with no mercy, cuttin' no slack, no I ain't a bad sport and I'll even wish you good luck Only thing I will say